3: What is going on everybody, my name is Cotterdoller, welcome to the week of Movie Mondays, this is the Heroes for Hair podcast, we are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about all things film. As always, I'm my partner in crime, Mr. Shamin. Sean, how is it going? It's
1: going so well, Connor. You would not believe how well it's going On a scale, right scale
3: of 1 to 10, how well are we? 14. I mean, that seems like a lot more than 10.
1: Yeah, it's off the charts. This
3: is a very high energy we're going to start off.
1: Impossible to maintain. I
3: don't think, imagine for the whole hour. We're all, we're just this. we just go for this. I would be so tired.
1: I'm already tired.
3: <laughs> I'm still a little sick.
1: Yeah, you are, you're still recovering from the still, Hero Zero flu you're going oh, through.
3: Just, uh, absolutely Hero Zero flu. But you want to do something with the very start of the show, Sean.
1: Yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to all of our patrons over on Patreon because they make it real easy to keep the show going mm-hmm. and to just go, get the things we need. Yeah. And it's very nice of them to support them. So I'd like to thank uh, Alexander Williams, Kira Lawler, Ed Ball, Heather Lewis, Joe Burney Ray Ging, Roisin Halley and Ryan Evanson. Thank you, guys. Thank you all so so much for your continued support.
3: Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, if
1: you would like to join, if anyone would like to join that list, uh, there is a link to our patron in the description. Don't feel pressured. Just tell one human being we exist.
3: That's a true story. Okay. Now back to the ad
1: hoc duties. Ad hoc duties. <laughs> Have you been writing CVs recently or something? <laughs>
3: I said it Friday as well. said it Friday. Um, So, this is Movie Monday, Sean, and there's only really one place to start in the big, massive world of movies. New Mutants released a trailer last week.
1: Good God! Yes. So. No, we all thought it was dead. We were all laughing at it. And then it was
3: back. And then it was dead again.
1: And now, April 3rd.
3: And forever, I thought it would be, you know, it's actually uh, April 10th in Ireland oh fuck yeah no, you had to wait an extra 7 days for that sweet sweet new mutants goo
1: <laughs> the new mu- mutant the goo mutants <laughs> the goo
3: mutants so new mutants is a movie that the original trailer dropped October 2017
1: yeah it is it was meant to come yeah,
3: out in 2018 then it got it's now
1: 2020 it was,
3: then it got pushed back to 2019 to accommodate for Deadpool 2 because they didn't want to put two X-Men kind of based things out in the same year then they realised X-Men the Dark Phoenix was coming out in 2019 got pushed back again yeah it did then it got basically taken off the the schedule because uh, Fox was bought out by Disney and now it's back and they've released the trailer and Sean this is our first view of this sh- movie in about three fucking years. Yeah. So please, give me your impressions straight off the bat. The new shit trailer. I, if you haven't seen it, go watch it because we will probably just talk about random scenes. Yeah. No context. Don't worry about it. Please. Okay. Have the floor.
1: This f- very much feels like a trailer from three years ago. <laughs> Is this the first trailer again? <laughs> and we forgot no, well, <laughs> Because it does the thing that it, it was very uh, appropriate, not appropriate, very common Like, 2016, 2017, of you get a song, you slow it down, and make it just vocals for a bit. Yeah, it's creepy. So you have uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yes. And, like, good song. But, like, they're really leaning into this being a, it's all about kids and not conforming, this movie. Look, though what I seen was,
3: uh, it's creepy as fuck, was my first impression.
1: It is much creepier than the last trailer. It's
3: a horror X-Men movie.
1: Yeah. Really? Which is, I think is what they were going for.
3: And they were going for that because they wanted Logan to be a Western?
1: Yeah, that they'd, all, that they'd have different genres, because Deadpool is a comedy, really.
3: Yeah, so Deadpool would be the comedy, Logan is the old Western. This would have been the horror genre of the X-Men universe. Yes. And I think that, like, that would have been really cool if you have a whole setup. But as of now, it's just a horror X-Men movie that's coming out. And I don't think people will associate Deadpool and Logan with this in any way.
1: Yeah. And like if if they're going for this tone, they need to match that tone to the whole movie. Yeah. They can't suddenly decide they want to have Deadpool comedy in this.
3: I The one line I have in relation to this, and I think you'll like it. I've put yeah. a lot of work into this. Yeah. <clears throat> Everyone just take a moment. This is The Breakfast Club meets It.
1: Oh, very Boom. good. <laughs> very good. Meets One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No. Oh, I tried to join in. <laughs> Improv. No. Yeah, it is a it is a bit of that, that. Like, it's all these misfits from different backgrounds. Yeah. And they have their
3: fears, and they're being played out they in all, front of
1: them. They have to the face a fear. They
3: have to face the fear. Their real greatest fear is themselves. Yeah. But also, rockets.
1: <laughs> rockets. <laughs> like, we did... I don't know what it is about this trailer compared to the last one, but, like, we see more spooky goings-on, but it also feels like something is specifically doing it. That it's not just, like, a haunted house. It's her. It, it's it, um, the main character. Uh,
3: what's her name? Maisie uh, Williams'
1: character. Wolfsman.
3: No, Danielle uh, Mooster? Yeah, Bo- what's what's that character's name in expert. I think that's her name. But she, her power is that she can create the fear of other people.
1: Oh, right. Okay. And it
3: brings them to life.
1: Interesting. Okay,
3: and I, I think the idea would be that she doesn't know that that's her power, yeah. Until about halfway through, would you really like, "Oh, it's me causing all this." And then what did they do about and that? And then what they'd have to kill her, yeah. shoot her straight in the face, yeah. Get, get that completely out of
1: the way. The um and this I, is it a hospital? Would you call it that?
3: It's like a creepy hospital
1: where they all. It's the setting of
3: every horror movie ever.
1: Yeah. Um, isolated place, big fields. Yes, yeah, big force field around it yeah the force field thing is this another it's in the Logan universe that uh, mutants are being kidnapped that's what I'm thinking like I don't if it's mutants being kidnapped and then they're trying to cure mutants because there's a lot in this trailer about oh you're going to stay here until you get better yeah which? When do you get better? Yeah, and genuinely, like, in the X-Men universe, that means... Until you're not mutant anymore.
3: Which, until we take your powers. Yeah. Because that's why she even says, like, we have to test your power level to see how good you are, like... To see how we can help you. I think the exact word is, we need to check how powerful you... <clears throat> we need to check how powerful you are so that we can then help you. We know what we're dealing with.
1: Yeah, and we see... We see a kind of a demonstration on everyone's characters, really. Yeah, there's a little bit of everyone. Yeah, no, not too much. No, overall, I don't think this is a terribly bad trailer.
3: No, I think I think this is a lot better than we thought it would be.
1: Yeah, and maybe they've picked the best three minutes out of the ninety.
3: Yes, you could you could say that. But also maybe this movie's going to be fucking amazing, Sean. Why stop being a hater and just imagine the fact that this movie could win an Oscar. See Best it, movie
1: ever. Best movie ever Yeah. See it's it's gonna be bittersweet because no matter how well this movie does, I don't think we'll ever see anything more of these characters portrayed by these actors. <laughs> no, everyone in this movie is seventeen years older than they were when they filmed this fucking movie. That's like that's the thing as well, is that it's It might be weird to see, you know, Maisie Williams from three, four years ago.
3: Well, she has to do a press tour for this. And she's I, going to look like an actual human. Yeah, like we talked about woman. this.
1: How, like They're all going to be older now.
3: Yeah. It's oh,
1: it's going to be so weird. <laughs> yeah. The Graham Norton couch is going to be...
3: Oh, no, that's going to... Do you think this is going to get a Graham Norton couch? I don't think it's going to get that bad. I think it'll get
1: one of them. Do you think they'll put as much of a publicity push behind this?
3: Um, see, there's the thing. It's the idea of do they just want this out? And I think what they've done is. I think this movie's not very good. Mm. And they want it out. But they weren't going to put it out and not make it look half decent. So they. People at Disney or whatever have put it all into the getting this trailer to look. F- just take the best fucking three minutes we have. Yeah. As put it in this trailer, if we get two more people to go see this movie, we can make our money back. Well, look, we'll see it. We'll, we will have to go see it for this, yes. Yeah. yeah but it looks creepy, Sean. I'm it's scared. Just, yeah. I'm a big scared boy. You can go during the day. Okay.
1: Bring a torch into the cinema with you. <laughs> And your blanket and a, and a mug of hot cocoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all you need.
3: But like, what if what if scary things happen? What we meant to do, like scream,
1: yelp, scream really loud. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Ah, that's no, how maybe, I scream. Maybe a bit quieter than that. I mean, you're in the cinema, Connor. Getting together? Fuck's sake! You're embarrassing me. <laughs> like, see, is I want see, Is is there a rating on this movie yet? Uh, there's no rating, but I'm assuming it's PG-13. Over. No, it
3: would be more than that. I don't. You think so? I know. I think this is um. It's, if it's not R rated,
1: it's the one below that. Is there one below that?
3: In, 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 in Ireland, it's like 16s. Yeah. I don't know what the one below that is in America.
1: Okay, fair enough. The uh, I, I doubt I heard, I, they wouldn't go R on it, would they?
3: They might, though. Like, they might go R just to say fuck you, like, let's go R. Let's go. Because originally <laughs> it was meant to be an R movie.
1: Yeah, it was meant to be a fucking scare, a proper, like, horror.
3: Yeah and so I think they will still lean into that yeah but now that Disney own it I actually don't know if it's an actual proper R movie I think probably we should google that could you google that for me very quickly I, I will of course because just, just, like it actually I think it needs to be an R movie to get the most out of it
1: I think you're right because it's certainly like some of the best horrors we've ever seen have been R mm. like uh, Get Out and A Quiet Place and Us they've been R's
3: like you need you yeah. need an R rating, but also the R rating could give them the excuse to just be gory for the sake of being gory, and you don't want that either. That's true. I think you would need tension more
1: so than you need gore. So I googled New Mutants rating. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of reviews <laughs> already. And the top one says, "I haven't seen it yet, but what the hell? <laughs> Going to take a leap of faith and recommend it anyway." <laughs> um, New Mutants. What what would you call it? Uh, parental guidance Parental Guidance <laughs> This is not great
3: audio in any Look, way I'm have trying you, my have, best have man If you googling Let's just Film Will be receiving a
1: PG-13 rating Fuck off Yeah
3: Jesus Christ Yeah it's got the Disney effect the Disney, yeah. Disney have got their hands on this, this I,
1: I think they're worried it won't make Any money so If they it's already right. it As broad an audience as possible
3: I still don't think it's not going to make it I still think it's going to make no money
1: I, yeah, I don't think there's not even the morbid curiosity no. at this point. It's I, just going to tank.
3: I think I think that even though me
1: and you watched this trailer, we said, that's not a bad trailer. No, not a bad trailer at all. Great cast. It's a great cast and
3: it's it's a good it's a good trailer for what you have. Yeah. But I still think it's going to tag because I, I don't think there's any interest in this movie yeah. at all. And especially an X-Men movie, people don't not give a shit about X-Men. Anymore. Anymore. Until Marvel rebooted in about two years. And then yeah. everyone's like, wow, it's amazing again. Right now you're in the dead zone between Dark Phoenix and Apocalypse.
1: Yeah. After and, and like, You peaked at Logan. Yeah. And even that wasn't an X-Men movie.
3: <laughs> no, they, they were trying to... But it also that had nostalgia on its side. Yeah. Of like the previous movies. Whereas if you're going new characters, new mutants, literally. Yeah. Like... That's I don't think that's going to get people in. I and even me I'm not really that interested in this movie.
1: No, we're going to see it for this. Yeah,
3: but as a as an actual concept I'm like I think you're like
1: 5 years too late. Yeah. And I think if this had come out when it was meant to come out I still I think, think it w- was three years too late. But I think it might have had a fighting chance. Yeah. Now I think it's like Nail is in the coffin already.
3: Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so that's the new Mutants trailer. Uh, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And that is the new Star Wars saga. The next Star Wars movie saga. Yes. Yeah. We're already on to the next one. Just put everything else behind us. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. We covered the last one. We did. People were saying we were too, you know. Middle of the road. Middle of the road. But I say that's our niche.
1: That, yeah, yeah we I don't know how to describe it. I think being middle of the road is worse than hating it.
3: Yeah. Uh, no, I as str- uh, yeah I w- we we don't
1: care enough yeah. to dislike it. Exactly. Yeah, you didn't pull me in.
3: <laughs> Which is a sadder reflection yeah. of a Star Wars movie, I think.
1: Yeah, I personally, am on, I'm more towards the side of liking it than not liking it.
3: I had only seen the movie, uh, sorry, we're talking about obviously the right of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, I had only seen the movie once when I did a review, and having seen it a second time, I am more against it now. I was even kind of, I was against it then. You are. But even now, I'm just like, ah, lads.
1: Okay.
3: I don't know. Well, I we think, can't be friends anymore. I think The Last Jedi will age better. Then the Rise of Skywalker. I so. I'm putting it out there. We'll have to
1: wait and see, won't we? I don't have
3: strong feelings about either of them, but I think the last I might... Like, if someone slags the Force wings I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. But the other two, I don't care. <laughs> you can do you want. <laughs> um, so the next Star Wars movie saga will reportedly be set in the High Republic era. Yeah. Sean, what is the High Republic era?
1: The High Republic era is... I, oh, it's 400 years.
3: 400 years. Before
1: uh, the story we've seen. Yes. Before, like, the Skywalkers and everything like that.
3: Darth Bane would be a big figure, and Yoda is active as a Jedi, but not as the wizened old figure fans would recognise, Yeah, is,
1: we would be seeing Yoda probably in his peak if he Ooh. does show up. But uh, I think Darth Bane was earlier than this.
3: It says Darth Bane would be a big figure okay, in the report.
1: Then. Fair enough.
3: So, if you have
1: Yoda... Prime Yoda is a way to get people in. That's it. Well, he'd be like the one familiar face other than maybe Maz Kanata or something like that. He'd be the one yeah. familiar <laughs> face. The, uh, if Darth Bane's in it, that's going to be class because my timeline is all fucked up. But uh, Darth Bane established the Sith Rule of Two. Okay. So he established that there. Okay, bit of background. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Everyone buckle in. So uh, the the Sith, em- Sith used to have a whole empire and much like the Jedi Order there were Sith Masters and Sith apprentices and there were fucking heaps of them running around. Mm. So uh, there's this guy called Darth Bane. He started studying. He became a Sith. He started su- studying the old teachings of the Sith. Started studying like uh, Darth Nihilus and Darth Revan and everyone like that. Um, old Sith Masters. The best of the best. Yeah, and he came to the conclusion that the Sith were better in the shadows mm. where no one knew about them and they could slowly climb to power over generations and centuries. Like an Illuminati kind of situation. Kinda. So what Bane did, what Darth Bane did, is he killed every Sith. Hmm. He killed everyone in the Sith Temple. By himself? By himself. And, so uh, he
3: must have been like the best Sith as oh, well. Oh, he was
1: unreal. Like he was a tank, but he was also super strong in the force. Right, okay. Um. And so Darth Bane then took on one apprentice.
3: Sorry, Darth Bird. Bane. <laughs>
1: you're going the you adopted the darkness I was born and it, raised by it. absolutely same character <laughs> same Tom Hardy's again. playing Darth Bane confirmed <laughs>
3: just put a lightsaber
1: in Tom Hardy's yeah. hand it's Bane he'd be a pretty good Darth Bane actually fuck yeah. hell you said he was a tank yeah Darth Bane um, and so Bane decided there would be the Sith rule of two. There would be a master and an apprentice. Eventually the apprentice gets strong enough to kill the master. And then you just repeat it. And then you just repeat that over and over and over again. Mm. And they worked this up until, like, Palpatine. What? Spoilers, I guess. Uh, Palpatine <laughs> became ruler of the entire galaxy. How is that a spoiler for Star Wars? Just putting it out there. Right. J- what? Yeah. Serious? Yeah. When did that come up? oh it's fairly heavily 1977
3: featured. or like in the prequels
1: in the prequels prequels. prequels yeah no <laughs> I didn't
3: expect him to be evil in the prequels even though he was like a talker glark, and, this. <laughs>
1: yeah. and Ian McDermott looks like he does <laughs> yeah. The uh, but that's uh, that's the story of Darth Bane um, I honestly thought this was going to be an old Republic movie yeah which would have been Darth Revan and everyone like that
3: it says High Republic era okay so, well, if Old Republic would also be revved, which would be great. Yeah. Um. But High Republic era, they say specifically Darth Bane and Yoda. Okay, cool. Um, I'm on board. They also, but they also say that there could be standalone efforts, but they interconnect in different ways. So it wouldn't just be a saga of one, two, three within the space of five years. Yeah. You might have a Rogue One situation and then you might have a different Rogue One, but like set 20 or 30 years apart in a different story yeah which you could technically then do High Republic era then go to Old Republic era
1: you're you're giving yourself way more scope this way I think yeah you
3: you just take a moment in time go into that for that one movie then come out with that
1: yeah and don't set it over the course of 90 years or whatever hours. but
3: sorry um, just halfway through this movie Yoda will have to go I'm Yoda Yoda Skywalker (laughs) (laughs)
1: see see, the Yoda thing is going to be weird because uh, George Lucas never wrote a backstory for Yoda
3: when did they write the backstory for Yoda
1: like since Yoda's inception it's just been uh, he's just there he's strong with the force there's some comics that say like he has a master he had a master before Mm. but um, like you don't we don't know what Yoda's race is we don't know where they come from and with the amount of like baby yodas and everything like you know like the and the mandalorian it seems like we're getting close to just having a yoda fucking origin yeah you know
3: like mm-hmm. um they had the kenobi series coming out with disney plus yeah do you think we'll end up with a yoda series
1: i i could see it mm. do you know or certainly i maybe even a comic or something like so that.
3: so kathleen kennedy came out and she says that they're going to be starting moving away from trilogies for okay. the moment which is good Yes. Uh, so she said what we've been focused on the last 5 or 6 years is finishing the family saga around the Skywalkers now it is time to start thinking about how to segue to something new and different I think it gives us a more open ended view of storytelling and doesn't lock us into the three act structure that we've been locked in for the last
1: <laughs> So the solid three act structure we got fair, in the last one
3: they didn't even do a fucking three act structure because no. they wrote every act at one hour or the other
1: yeah that's not how a
3: you write story arc works. Just, lads, I know I said it before, but it might be a bold strategy to write the three-act structure before you start the first act, just it's so just, you know. Just putting it out just, there. Just so you know. Like, an author of a book doesn't write the first chapter and go, we'll see fucking how it goes
1: now. Yeah, like, they we'll publish out, that. <laughs> we'll fucking feed it, fi- figure out the end and then write the first page. Like, And I also heard that there was going to be th- uh, this new series or whatever you want to call it is going to kick off with a new video game Mm. and that's going to that's going to be part of the story with uh, more loot boxes and more ways to buy more microtransactions microtransactions are the way of the future I think now if they do it like that it's really fucking scummy it's Disney Star Wars yeah you're right
3: (laughs) that's all I have to say yeah (laughs) but I they ruined Battlefront
1: (laughs) The did ruin Battlefronts.
3: Battlefront Two Battlefront on the PS2, best video game. So good, <laughs> it's the unreal. I even go if you go back and play that now, it's still just as good. It Holds up, but, but the new Battlefront looks amazing.
1: Yeah, but it was made it, by the guys it. who made Battlefield. Yeah, that's so. fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was
3: always going to look amazing. Like every game looks amazing now.
1: That's yeah, not, that's just the level we're at in yeah. the world. Um, but I don't know. I like if if they make another like Knights of the Old Republic. That would be good. Yeah, that's a really good game. Nice at the High Republic.
2: Ooh,
3: Bane. Oh, Bane! Oh, if you could play as a Sith. Imagine you could play as a Sith. That would be good. Imagine you could play as Tom Hardy playing Bane, playing Darth Bane. Imagine
1: Tom Hardy did a Let's Play. Of, of him playing...
3: Playing as Bane, playing as Darth Bane.
1: Yes. Fighting Yoda. And Yoda says, I'm Yoda, bitch! <laughs> and it's played by Aaron Paul. <laughs> no, he walks in they
3: do like a little force things like we're clearly matched and the levels of force <laughs> let's do some flippy
1: shit <laughs> sorted by a lightsaber battle
3: how much can he be
1: flippy he's gonna be so flippy he's go- can he be flippier than he was cause he was so- he was made of fucking elastic what if Yoda like takes off his cloak and he's jacked <laughs> He's two foot tall, but he's ripped to the fucking gills. He's just, like, force-ripped.
3: Oh, working out like a mad dog yeah. for every role. He's going to be on the press tour, and like, How'd you fight? how did you get so ripped, Jonah?
1: And the puppet is just there.
3: <laughs> just nodding and saying, mmm, yes. Um, so Kathleen Kennedy also discussed Star Wars fatigue right. on okay. this thing. Interesting. And she says, I don't think there was a worry about that. Star Wars fatigue. Right. No worry at all. Sure, we cancelled all the movies (laughs) we had planned. (laughs) Um, She says, And I think we've been pleasantly surprised by people. We're going into television. We've never done live-action television for Star Wars. So, yes, there's an unknown. And I suppose you could say there's an underlying risk. But what we absolutely know is that there's two very different looks and feels for how the series and the movies will look. So, we arrived at the point of view that... TV shows will reinvigorate the fan base <laughs>
1: in a way what I have to say to that is because it's a TV show yes. they can't fall back on the same formula they've fallen back on for a lot of the Star Wars movies exactly and that means people like it when you go out of the way when you do something that they haven't seen a dozen times before but at the same
3: time don't do different things with women though oh you can't so, no. no like different things <laughs> but men <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what we want <laughs> That's what we very specifically want. Like it's the, the Mandalorian is a it's literally it's a change of pace for Star Wars. It's a it's a story set in the Star Wars universe, mm. but it doesn't follow any of the beats of the other one. There's no his, Death the, his star second name isn't Skywalker that we know about. Oh fuck, yeah, Pedro Pascal rhymes with Skywalker. <laughs> Pedro Skywalker. <laughs> but but if they do more original ideas, just set in the universe. Which is what this High Republic one. If the, a High Republic movie cannot have a Death Star, mm. yeah. You know, first of all, the, it, what about
3: some sort of bad guys with a big ship, big cannon see? that has to blow up a planet, and the good guys have to get there in time before the big cannon goes off to blow up said planet?
1: I don't think that's the way to go. Personally, I then.
3: think I don't think that story has been done enough. You can't.
1: I don't think you Where's can Palpatine? do it again.
3: Where's Palpatine? Sure, how am I meant to know who's bad? If Palpatine, Palpatine isn't there... He's not alive yet. Yeah, but sure, if he isn't there, how am I meant to know that's the
1: bad guy? He, oh, you'll know it by looking at Darth Bane. <laughs> well, yeah. He looks like a bad guy. Okay,
3: that's fair enough. But does he have a big crane to hold him up?
1: He does, actually, yeah. What, does he? No, he
3: doesn't. Oh, man, he got me excited there for a <laughs>
1: second. I, I don't know wh- where you take the story, but I, I want to see a Star Wars story in the Star Wars universe. That's just different. I would love if The High Republic was deemed the best Star Wars movie.
3: That would be amazing. Wouldn't it be? I don't think it will. I think the Skywalker saga of 456 will always take that.
1: Okay, fair.
3: Because it has the nostalgia. But I think you can definitely make something that... I think if this is good, it would have more like resonance than 7 eight, and 9 yeah. ever will. Oh, absolutely! Like even though and, Seven is my favorite movie of the franchise, I think as a as a thing that people will look back on, I think people still look back four, five, six.
1: Yeah, and and, and with fondness and nostalgia, of course, obviously. Yeah. But I just think, and and if the High Republic is good, don't
3: make rest Seven on that. more.
1: Yeah, don't continue.
3: I don't think, like, Sean. What if they make one that's good, and then rewrite the next one? to fill in what happened in the last one, and then rewrite the next one after that, to fill in what happened in the two ones previously.
1: And then just rewrite everything. Up.
3: Just make it up as you go along.
1: Maybe. maybe. I think
3: that's a good business practice.
1: <laughs> like, if you do, like, if you do it, do it well, but don't get locked into a formula just for the sake of, that's what we've always done. No, JJ should come back in. You think so? JJ
3: should come back in and do another two. But they'll say they bring in somebody else for the middle one. Oh yeah, of
1: course. As is tradition.
3: <laughs> As is tradition. Um though George Lucas is the middle one. <laughs> I hate the sand it's coarse beautiful <laughs> it gets everywhere um, I have another bit of Star Wars news and that is that Star Wars, Star Wars fans are campaigning to release the J.J. cut Curtis. after rumours of deleted scenes in The Rise of Skywalker of course spoilers ahead for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker J.J. Abrams directed that movie but now they say that there were many scenes cut, that the movie was closer to three hours, and JJ was not best pleased with what, what they'd seen in the cinemas, and okay. it was not his finished article.
1: I mean, three hours would be a slog for that film. Big slog. That would be tough to say It was say already a of.
3: slog. It's
1: already a <laughs> slog. But what was it, two hours twenty? Yeah, about that. So 40 minutes, so essentially like you could get another act out of it. Yeah. That's, that's a lot to have cut out. And if 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 he if he's saying that it's all gold, mm. then of course
3: he'd say that. Though
1: th- that's the thing. This is very similar to the Snyder Cut. Yeah,
3: like a movie comes out that people really care about.
1: People have a lot of attachment to just the idea of that movie.
3: Justice League, Star Wars. Yeah, like people want it to be good, and then it doesn't. It comes out, and it doesn't meet expectations. It doesn't, not that it's bad, but it doesn't meet ex. Like it doesn't satisfy you yeah so it's natural for people to be like there has to be more
1: yeah there's something missing
3: if the studio cared about this property as much as I did there has to be more yeah that they're probably the big ups the big ups to lead them not the little guy you know what I mean
1: but I don't know
3: maybe the movie was just bad
1: it could be and
3: just leave and more won't fix that the more of bad stuff it's still bad stuff.
1: Like th- this, is why we have what was it three and a something hours of a Watchmen movie? Yes, because Zack Snyder just wanted to put everything in.
3: But is it better because he put everything in?
1: Not really. No, because that now the pace of everything is different.
3: How is Watchmen longer than say that Watchmen Zack Snyder cut? Yeah, is longer than Avengers Endgame.
1: Like I know, I'm, I know which one I'd rather watch again.
3: Avengers Endgame is racking, wrapping up twenty-two movies. Watchman is just Zack Snyder going throw everything in and also forget a load of shit
1: from the comics just for leave <laughs> this it's is, fine there's it, a big worry.
3: octopus he's not in it <laughs> it's fine
1: it's a much better story <laughs> yeah and Alan Moore hates it <laughs> yeah,
3: absolutely but you yeah, they are now saying that there was a scene apparently where the Finn Finn was seen using the force right to that he's force sensitive it, I it think- would explain the re- re- when he was like I
1: need to tell you something yeah. and that it's never said again yeah I d- yeah that that was a weird one that I feel mm. if you're going to cut out one bit of it cut out all of it mm. but maybe they just couldn't work around it maybe see I don't I don't think it's going to fix the inherent problems that people have with this movie
3: no I think if you have a scene where Finn uses the force and when he's trying to tell Ray about his connection to the force he just does it yeah I don't think that movie's any better
1: not at all <laughs> and I don't think Finn needs to be force sensitive either I think Finn's story is interesting enough I
3: think, I think he could have been force, I would have no issue with that, Yeah, b- him being force sensitive. I think it might add an extra layer to him as a character, but I think it makes number eight then even worse with what they did with him. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if he's force sensitive, why did you build that up at all? Because clearly Ray Johnson was like, he's not force sensitive.
1: Yeah, and like, a, you know, a stormtrooper who defected, that's a, like, you could have a movie about that.
3: And he's the leader of the resistance.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I don't think he needs to be part of the Jedi and everything like that.
3: Now, this is all unverified, by the way. This whole J.J. J. Abrams cut and all this. Yeah. It was some dude on Reddit. Definitely a dude. It was yeah. like, yeah, I've heard. I've heard from my uncle's A aunt, reliable source. From my nephew's aunt's My dad works at Star Wars. Yeah, my dad is Star Wars. My dad he, is in the wars, <laughs> and, and he told me to tell you to tell him to tell me. That That.
1: there's another whole cut. JJ cut a whole different movie. And it's all there by... Him and Zack Snyder. Him and Zack. Like, I I, I have no doubt there was some stuff left on the cutting room floor. There always is. I just don't think a director's cut would fix this movie.
3: No, I think the movie stays mostly the same. Yeah. There's no way they shot a whole different third act. Exactly. Like, it's the same movie. They just have a scene where Finn is force-sensitive... And then there might be a different scene somewhere along the way. Um, apparently, something about Kylo Ren uh, in that he gave a, a stellar performance, um, and it was him doing coming back to his redemption. But right, nothing else really said about that. But like, you already had Kylo Ren's redemption in it.
1: Yeah, like he is. He had a good arc in that movie. Mm. I think um, it's just that it it's a lot of it was just rewriting what came before and I don't know
3: there's only one thing that actually is interesting from this is that they said see once again they said they said they said she said he said who cares they said oh there was also Oscar Isaac um, and John Boyega they were in a romantic relationship like Finn and Poe were together in his cut which, there's I don't think... There's no code in this movie that they had the balls to no. follow through on that. Because, even though I think a lot of people thought, yeah, obviously, they're clearly in a gay, gay
1: relationship but together. There's no way that they filmed that. No. Because Disney would have had a heart attack if that footage existed.
3: Imagine. Imagine the scenes. But, like, they did honour all gay relationships. They had those, I would say, three frames.
1: Three frames. <laughs> guys we could go to four, Maybe. Go to four frames. <laughs> I mean, which they then cut out for certain releases. Absolutely cut it out. For, so
3: really, it's not, not really that great when you no. think about it.
1: They'll have it when it suits them. Yeah. Oh, yes.
3: Have their cake, eat it too. Yeah. Get, get the publicity. Cut it out for when you don't need it. Exactly. Smart. It's smart business thinking. That's how the mouse gets uh, his cheese. <laughs> um, so, yeah... Just as you thought, the Rise of Skywalker maybe it wasn't everything you needed. It. There's a whole forty more minutes where the whole movie would change. It's all fixed, all fixed, and every plot hole is completely fixed in this forty minutes that JJ probably did, and he's been screwed. Kathleen Kennedy That's who it is
1: Yeah It's her fault Let's blame her Look lads
3: Maybe we just all have to accept That sometimes movies Don't live up to expectations That's true And they film Hours upon hours Of footage And normally It takes a director To just pick the best Two and a half hours They have Yeah If you can't get a good movie In two and a half hours
1: like, adding more time isn't going to fix it then.
3: No, you're just adding more bad stuff. Exactly. To try and save it. Um, it, That reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons, where they're digging, and they're like, how, what do we do? We dig up. Well, how do we do that? Just keep digging down and yeah. see if it <laughs> go up.
1: Dig up, stupid. <laughs>
3: uh, okay, we're well, moving on to our next piece of news, and that is Marvel-based, because Doctor Strange, this has come out. Just just before we start recording this.
1: Interesting. Hot off the press.
3: Doctor Strange, in the multiverse of madness, has lost its director.
1: Oh yes! Did not hear this.
3: Yeah, that's what. It's so new that you did not hear about it. Okay. Yes. Who was, who was the director and what's happened? So Scott Derrickson yeah. was going. He directed Doctor Strange. Yeah. And he was set to doc- direct Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is going to be coming out in 2021, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it has now been confirmed that over creative differences, Fuck. he has exited the project. Right. Sean, what are your initial thoughts? This is completely un. Uh, what's it undiscussed you haven't yeah. even told about this I'm okay. hitting you with this fact
1: right okay first of all I think Scott Derrickson did a great job yes. in Doctor the, the first Doctor Strange mm. because there's a lot in that movie that you just need to trust that everything will work out you know with all the VFX and everything going on I'm I'm nervous that this is a factor of uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision uh, WandaVision uh, that's come to Disney Plus and that is said to tie in to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. True. So I'm I'm thinking that there's some hard and fast rules being set in WandaVision... that he didn't find out about, mm. and now and they don't work with what he with the story he's looking to tell.
3: Well, for example, just a few weeks ago, Scott Derrickson took a stand against the tightly dictated release dates placed by studios in a tweet, and he just tweeted th- these words: "Studio release dates are the enemy of the art." Is what he said.
1: Okay, so Scott Derrickson dared to have an opinion.
3: So he made the mistake of they set him to a release date. Yeah, and he was doing all. He's like, I might not be able to make that date if we want to make this
1: good. Yeah, and they said, okay, cool, bye. <laughs> we will get someone else who will make that date. Yeah, but like uh, that, that's what happened with Black Panthers that they were rushing to get to the release date. Yeah, and that's why that last scene is just a CGI fight mess kind yeah. of thing. But I like. I, I want to go back on what I said about the whole story thing because mm. Kevin Feige is now head of story. Yes. So I think he, that's fine. Leave that where it lies. But I think is it might have been he was under pressure and he wanted to make a good movie but they weren't giving him time. Mm. Because I, I imagine Doctor Strange is going to have a lot to, a lot of it is going to come in the editing. So you want to give time for that.
3: See here's the thing I actually think Doctor Strange losing a director is a lot more impactful than another movie losing a director because Doctor Strange is a movie as you said a lot of it is done in the edit yeah. and it's definitely a movie like it's called in the multiverse of madness or whatever Like,
1: there's a lot going on there's a
3: it. lot going on there's a lot of visuals and there has to be a lot of things that have to just be in the director's head yeah. so like I want to do this 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 and this and that is very hard to bring someone new in and just be like you have this hole to play with <clears throat> and he's like yeah but what what are we doing here?
1: Yeah, like what it, am I looking at?
3: What what are we seeing at this exact scene? Like it must have been a lot of it was in Derek's head, and so losing him from the project, I think, is going to have a massive impact against this project. Yeah,
1: because it's not even just oh he no he can imagine how things are going to look like he actively knew how things worked mm. in like in that unit you know, like in the mirror the science dim- yeah the mirror dimension even. That's a fucking marvel of VFX. Mm. But you need to know how everything works. Like, if you take a step here, what does it do 10 feet down in the kaleidoscope that you're running around exactly.
3: in? Exactly. So, like, if you lose Captain America, director... Yeah. It's just, like, a guy can jump real fast, and or jump real high, run real fast, and he can put real hard. Yeah. If a fight scene occurs, that's fight. If you bring a new director into Doctor Strange, there are so many different rules that have been set up... That probably haven't even been spoken out loud that you're going to break because you're just like trying to catch up on the spot.
1: Yeah, it's the same as like. We reference him a lot. It's the same as like if you replace James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The tone is so specific for Guardians that I don't think another director could replicate it.
3: What you would end up doing is just doing like. I was going to say a testimony. What am I thinking of? Uh, a, like, tribute? A, a tribute? Yeah, a tribute, yeah. A tribute act yeah. is what you would do. You would just be like pretending to do James Good. I think the next guy coming in will just pretend to do Derrickson.
1: Yeah, which might would might not be as good. We, we don't want to put like, anything on the, whoever the new director The thing about is. this is
3: even if they bring in the best person ever, yeah. I still think the problem arises that you're not Scott Derrickson. If yeah. He, if you were, he wrote the movie... Or he was involved in the writing of the screenplay of the first one. Yeah. And he's been in production for this second one for the last, I would say, three years. When did Doctor Strange go? 2016? Was it
1: 2016? I I think might it might 2016, So yeah. I think
3: they've been working on this since then to get this one perfect. Yeah. He must have been so involved in every single step that if you take him out,
1: like, that's and, a massive cog. And, like, think of everything that's happened since the Doctor Strange origin movie. Like the things that doctor strange is able to do in this universe he's now
3: he's now ultra powerful
1: like he's unreal like so it's 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 like the first doctor strange times 100 mm. is what should be happening
3: but you've taken out the one character one person that could hold it together
1: yeah which is it's a bold move let's <laughs> see if it pays off
3: he they said he left amicably Okay. What are we thinking on this, Sean?
1: I'm thinking, he said... They all leave amicably, don't Isn't they? that
3: interesting? Yeah. I think it's a case of, he said, I need more time. They said, we're not going to give you. He went, well, I'm going to leave if you don't. They went, fine, we'll replace you. It's fine. Yeah,
1: like, yeah. like, the only one... Like, the only them. The, the disney them. Mm. The only Marvel movie I can think of being pushed back is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm. And we still have no release date on that. No,
3: but that was for different reasons.
1: That's true. But I just think... I don't know I, don't, I feel like it's more Disney than Marvel if you get me
3: division was actually moved from sw-
1: Spring 2021 mm-hmm. to this
3: year recently okay so it's actually brought forward to set up to set up I think this movie
1: yeah Because there's there's a thing that like I think Scarlet Witch. This is where she's gonna get her like comic Scarlet Witch powers. Yeah,
3: where she's ultra powerful.
1: Yeah, and I think she's gonna create certain lives for herself. Mm. Doctor Strange, as the protector of our dimension, is going to not be happy with that. Yeah. So, but I just I think I think one is affecting the other somehow. I just don't know how. I think it's a case of they wanted to bring that out first. To like set up, which I
3: think put him in under even more pressure because they were like, "We've put this forward, yeah. so you have to make that date." Yeah, you can't move it, like because we've moved a whole one division ahead because we think it'll be better here, which means put you under more pressure
1: that you have to yeah. get all of this done. I mean, yeah, there was a study done, and this is if you release in this window, this is when people will most likely see it after yeah. seeing one division. So well, But the people who pay for Disney Plus are going to see it anyway. Yeah, anyway. You can just watch it
3: whenever you want. Yeah. So, right. yeah, Derrickson has left the, the building. He's right. left Disney. I think this is, like, the hardest replacement job you're going to find.
1: Yeah, unless you were trying to replace the Russo's for Endgame.
3: Yeah, like, they, I think not even that Derrickson has, like, a very interesting style. He's the only one that knows Doctor Strange's style, really. As, there's nobody on the planet that knows there's no one else who's made a Doctor
1: Strange movie
3: <laughs> no scientifically no yeah so and he's the only one that has been working on this one for the past three years
1: like I, do, I think it's going to be tough and I think it's going to be the Edgar Wright effect yeah where you, whoever follows up you take a few of his scenes
3: and then just try and work around that
1: yeah and there's always that Scott probably would have done it better yeah you know
3: Um. okay we're going to move on to our next piece of news and that is Knives Out
1: Knives Out.
3: Knives Out, as it says in the streets. There's a sequel in the workshop. Okay. Have you seen Knives Out? Nah. Have you
1: not? No, I still haven't. I've seen it the other night. Any it's, good? It's out with cinemas. Fair enough. I'll get it so, on DVD.
3: Knives Out is very, very good. Chris Evans? It's Chris Evans. It's got um, James Bond himself. Ryan Johnson's directed. Interesting. Um, It's got oh no, I've forgotten her name. Uh, Lady. Ah yes, (laughs) Jamie
1: Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. (laughs) She's great.
3: Yeah. So it's like it's an amazing cast. Um, So it's got it's like a murder mystery. It's a whodunit. I love it and I think a Who a whodunit is really good if they don't come out like if this came out the same rate as like a Marvel MCU movies yeah I think very quickly be like alright I'm fucking sick of whodunits but you, we never get Who whodunits anymore
1: no like Miss Marple is off the t- telly and everything like that I think
3: it was uh, Murder on the Orient Express
1: yeah that was well, the last one that was
3: the last one and then Knives Out came out and so Daniel Craig plays a detective character in it
1: interesting Be called
3: Benoit Blanc
1: nice Benoit Blanc Benoit Blanc but he has a southern American accent oh yeah interesting it's, it's, it's like a drawl I think he could have made that character British and it <laughs> wouldn't change anything
3: I think he could have made him French because he's called Benoit Blanc yeah but okay. look <laughs> but he's got like a southern drawl and it's really weird when he first starts talking but it's, it's quite a fun movie you definitely will be like I don't know who did it I don't know who did it and then halfway through I was like oh I know who did it and then it turned out to be that person I was like I am the smartest man I am a man. smart boy I am the smartest boy do you know how I found out though uh, this is you'll, you'll like this I'm not going to tell you anything no but there's a scene where two characters are beside each other yeah and one of them is full of light like the light is shining in their face and and the other person is dark completely while they're talking. Ah. And I went, that's the murderer. <laughs> <Immediately, laughs> that's the bad person. That's the, that's the bad person. Because Ryan Johnson, you wouldn't shoot that in complete darkness unless
1: yeah. there's a reason. So, it, is there room for a sequel? Or is it just happening? Like, is it the same characters? Is it happening again? So,
3: it's not the same characters, I would assume. So, it's. I think Knives Out, as a movie, is uh, very just in that house. Right. It's a, it's a murder takes place. It's very cliche big rich millionaire he dies in his big house yeah and there's all these guests all of his daughters and his sons and all their nephews it's Cluedo it's yeah and Benoit Blanc turns up there and claims like somebody in this room murdered him and I'm gonna find out who and so they go around to everybody and they try and find out and everyone is like everyone's a dickhead
1: oh, which is good yeah
3: like so you don't know you don't like or dislike it. you're just like oh everybody's the worst yeah Chris Evans especially is like the biggest dickhead ever and it's hilarious because he walks in the scene and immediately you want to like him
1: because he's Chris Evans because
3: he's Chris Evans he looks like Chris Evans but then he's just
1: the worst so you like okay so there's no like you're not picking favourites
3: no it's everybody is the worst interesting and so everyone could have done it. Yeah. Which is a good way to do it. But like, it's a who-done it, and Daniel Craig's detective character basically eats up every seed he's in. Like he's just chewing seed.
1: Oh, I love it. And
3: he's every scene he's in, he's just like he's quietly smoking a cigar, and he's just looking.
1: And he's just happy to not be and- James Bond for all.
3: <laughs> like he's putting it all in. Yeah. You can definitely tell when he cares. And Daniel Craig is like he's at he kills every scene that he's in because you you're looking at nobody else, yeah like, he's just looking at he's kind of sitting quietly in the corner, and his introduction is the police have like are bringing everybody in they're just like, and your father passed away, and like where were you at the time, and they're all talking he's saying nothing, and he actually doesn't even introduce him, yeah, the police are just doing the investigation, and he's sitting behind them beside the piano. And every just so often listening. every so often someone says something that's a bit weird and he hits a really sharp key on the keyboard or on the piano and then just goes back to sitting down smoking a cigar and you're just like, Who is that guy? What? And like he's just sitting quietly in the back he's never introduced. Yeah. There's never a scene where he walks into the house. The scene just starts and he's just behind him but he says nothing. And the camera is moved so that you don't see him until the camera just slightly moves around the police officer and he's just sitting ten yards back behind him at a piano, just Sharply hitting the key That's good I was like Who the fuck is that
1: dude (laughs) He's hardcore He's
3: hardcore But it's really really good So um, The minute I seen Daniel Craig And Benoit Blanc Yeah uh, The first thing I thought of was He should have his own series like oh, okay. some sort of movie, like a
1: Poirot kind of thing, yeah
3: and so I think that's what this is there's a knives out sequel in the works the story is to centre on Daniel Craig's detective character so it's him going around to different murders and trying to solve the murder. And I think Ryan Johnson is amazing at this. It's it's grossed it's a forty million dollar budget. Yeah. And it grossed nearly two hundred fifty million dollars worldwide. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's two hundred and ten million dollars more than it costs. <laughs> Pure
1: profit. <laughs>
3: Pure profit. So um I think that this movie definitely I think a sequel would be great and I think Daniel Craig would love to do it, which is a good thing. Yeah. I think who who done it? are fucking underrated. <laughs>
1: they're just they're good. They're good fun. They're like. just
3: good fun, and like you you go into it, and I just remember going, I can't wait to think. I don't know who did it, but it's got to be, figure it out. It's it's actually they're hard to do because you need it so that it's obvious who did it. Yeah, but <laughs> that's it's, but it's not obvious who
1: did it. Yeah, that's the thing in that in any like murder mystery, mm. within the first ten minutes, you should meet the murderer. Yeah. Yeah, like, Have you, did you watch Broadchurch on BBC? Yes. In, in The first ten minutes of that show is just walking through the town. And you meet everybody. You meet every character. Yeah. And one of them is...
3: And Broadchurch is one of my proudest moments ever. I knew who it was in the second episode Go of season one. Interesting. And I didn't know why I do, but for some reason I went, oh, I think it's them. Even though there was no evidence based on that at all. I
1: was like... Just a hunch. I just a hunch
3: that I think it was them. And then through the whole thing, I was just like, I forgot all about it. Yeah. And in the end, I was like, I fucking knew it! <laughs> I'm <laughs> so right! <laughs> I never know anything like that. My only two big moments was Broadchurch and L.A. Noir. Have you played oh, L.A. Noir? yeah, yeah, yeah. L.A. Noir, I knew there's a big, long uh, murder case in L.A. Noir yeah. covered like, the Black Dahlia murders. Yes, And I knew who the killer was, the very, very first mission, on the very, very first interview. I knew who the killer was. And I didn't know why I knew, but I just knew. That's amazing. (laughs) And everything else, every other murder mission, I've gotten wrong 75 times in a row. But you've gotten two two, two perfectly (laughs) right. Two perfectly right. That's why they stick out, because I'm wrong all the time.
1: But look, that's a good result for a detective.
3: In CSI, it's always just like, who did the interview 20 minutes in? like yeah. about 20 minutes just after the first ad break you just look at your water like 21 minutes in yeah it's probably that guy be <laughs> it's probably them probably them so they are doing a sequel would you watch uh, oh, a Who
1: It over and over again oh, oh absolutely yeah, yeah. like uh, I think that's a good way of doing a series is you have one character but it's different stories every time that's and, why Indiana Jones works yeah
3: it's, it's the, you put the detective in different areas and yeah and he figures it out different ways I think you couldn't do the same murder thing like that I think Obviously, the murder would have to change.
1: Like, oh, yeah. the process of the murder. See, the trick with that is to not make it ridiculous then. Yes. Like, don't be like, the parrot in <laughs> it. <laughs> well,
3: the parrot, oh, this is actually weird because the parrot actually did do it in, <laughs> in those And Eleanor. L.A. <laughs> yeah.
1: And Broadshirt. And Broadshirt. <laughs> Fucking killer parrot. <laughs> Fucking gets around by. I, I
3: knew it was always him. <laughs> <laughs> I just pick on parrots. You just hate parrots. It's a so fucking much. parrot. Um So yeah, Nights I was going to be getting a sequel. I'm actually very much looking forward to it. I wouldn't I I couldn't recommend, recommend it enough. I, I will watch it. It's a good evening it's a good movie to just stick on for an, an evening.
1: That's what I like, and there's yeah. no like you don't need that and going in, you don't need that and going out.
3: No, and there's no I was gonna say there's no sequel or franchise, but there probably isn't gonna be a franchise. It's just the murder is set in the house. Yeah. Like those murder mystery things Are going to be like Do you remember the last murder? Well this is a lead on from that It's just like These are probably all just set They're enclosed it's like, Yeah
1: it's like turned on an episode Of Poirot Or something like that Yeah
3: exactly um, So we're moving on To our next piece of news And that is Christian Bale Is in early talks For Tor Love and Thunder
1: Interesting
3: Yes Why? Christian Bale Is making a return To comic books
1: Why now? Why this one? Money <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you think that Taika Waititi has the kind of pull that he can bring back people from all over the place? I think so. Yeah,
1: I, and I, like Christian Bale is a good actor, but, but
3: he said he was done with all comic book movies after the Dark Knight trilogy.
1: Yeah, but like, but but he's done very well after that as well. He was in Green Book and shit.
3: He's been in Ford versus Fiar- Ferrari, the Fighter, The Big Short, uh, Green Book. As you said, yeah. like he, he's had quite. Like a few unreal movies that he's been part of.
1: Yeah. So unless he just wants a comic book under his belt, why would you? A second one, I guess. Like, I don't know. Because once you play Batman, where do you go? Surely that's like he 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 can't come in for a bit part in Mm. Love and Thunder.
3: Yeah. So, but here's the thing: Taika Waititi somehow has convinced Christian Bale, world's biggest maniac. Where's my lighting? Yeah. God, Jesus. He brought him in. Natalie Portman, who said also she would never do another yeah. comedy, movie, has been brought back in for this movie. Does Tycho he have a bit of a charm that he can just be like, ah, come
1: on come now, no, Come on now. Oh, you will. Ah, you go will. on. Yeah, I think it is that and that he's just... I think I think people just... Not even trust him, but they trust his work. Like, they see what he makes. Yeah. They know that he's not going to make something he's not proud of.
3: But Scarlett Johansson is a Jojo Rabbit.
1: Yeah. Like... There, there's there's no reason not to trust Taika Waititi when it comes to making the film that he wants to make,
3: especially making a tour film. He's yes. only made one; he's a hundred percent success rate.
1: So I think that's pretty good. Yes. So I, now I don't know who Christian Bale would play.
3: Nobody really knows. They they've kept all of the plot details completely secret. secret. Okay. All we know is that Natalie Portman could be play is will probably play Lady Tour Yeah. That's it. What? And that is literally just because she got a hammer at Comic Con.
1: Yeah, that's it.
3: That's t- and someone just made
1: the connection. So, I suppose he could, like, Christian Bale could play anyone. Yeah, and you know he's used to getting jacked and then getting very not jacked. Yeah. So, I th- like, you can't even base it off body type with him. <laughs> no, you he know?
3: could also be an animated character. Yeah, like he could do like a core kind of just another uh, another monster.
1: Oh!
3: Oh no! Oh no!
1: Oh, if Christian Bale plays Better a Bill. Oh my God! Sean, who's Better a Bill? Better a Bill is Horse Thor. Yes, he, he is. Thor is okay. She's so from a race of aliens who have the face of a horse, hmm. and there's aliens. White log face, exactly, exactly. But uh Better a Bill. Uh, after Th- I think Thor's killed or incapacitated or something. But he is worthy of picking up Thor's hammer, Mjolnir. And so he works away with that. He's Thor. He's...
3: Interesting. Yeah. So what if a movie had him, and it also had Lady Thor, and
1: it also had normal Thor? If you had all the Thors teaming up.
3: Teaming up against some sort of monster. Would that not be a cool visual, would you say?
1: I think it would. <clears throat> and... Thor has been on an introspective route, recently, exactly. trying to learn who he is. Yeah, if he saw what other Thors are, maybe that would help him decide.
3: Why to help him decide? And then you also have the cool image of Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and Christian Bale all being Thor together beside each other.
1: Like it's so good, <laughs> and it, you don't need to do alternate universe or anything, even because no. it's all magic. It's all bullshit and aliens. <laughs> I think he's better, eh? Your gonna, eyes have lit up. I am I am gonna say it now. If I look if I'm wrong, grand, yeah. If I'm right, hundred thousand euro. hundred thousand who's giving you this money? The patrons. The
3: patrons, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> They're big stakes. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're wrong, you owe them a hundred thousand
1: euro. In podcasts, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I pay myself two hundred thousand euro an episode. Oh, so I'll be seeing you.
3: I think yeah, I think that'd be very good. <laughs> um this movie's not coming out until November fifth, twenty twenty one. So they're gonna have four movies that year by my by my count.
1: By your um, count.
3: So they have they'll have Thor.
1: Mm-hmm. they have
3: Spider Man, they have uh Doctor Strange. Yeah. That's three. They have three and uh, hang on I had it up here um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is oh, February 12th very good so Shang-Chi Doctor Strange uh, Thor Love and Thunder and the third Spider-Man movie will come
1: out dude four Marvel movies four in Marvel a year. movies
3: in the same year that's insane 2021 is going to be big we're going to be busy which is why Doctor Strange had to be kept to such a tight schedule
1: ah because he can't yeah because there's four of them I suppose now that they've set that in stone it's hard to push back because if you push back one you're pushing back dozens. Or you can really. swap them I suppose. That, but then you're dicking over like whoever you're swapping with you know.
3: Yes, fair enough. Um, okay, we're finishing off Movie Mondays this week with the big trailer that dropped and it is the Birds of Prey trailer. Sean, where would you like to begin with First the Birds of Prey? Also, watch the Birds of Prey trailer if you haven't yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah.
1: talking about this. I think this is a really good Good trailer. Yes. I am honestly surprised at how good this is. I don't know why.
3: <laughs> we were both really looking forward to this movie though.
1: Yeah, we are. But I just I, I'm so used to trailers just being a trailer. But this yeah. is actually like... I got the vibe of the movie out of this.
3: I say... I have fun! Exclamation mark. Yes, yeah, very fun movie. It looks fun.
1: Uh, so we see... Like, Harley Quinn is given, like... You know, the Spider-Verse narration. Mm-hmm. It's like, so here's the story. <laughs> here's my origin story again. Yeah. And... It gives you it gives you what you need to know going in, really. Yeah. You know, like, it lets you know that they don't just team up because they all like each other. I really like that. Yeah. That it explains
3: it in the trailer. Because me and you had that question. Why are these people together? Yes. Like, there's no reason to bring Black Canary and Harley Quinn into and, the same team.
1: And Renee Montoya. And
3: Renee Montoya and Cassandra Cain, and Huntress. Like, yeah. what do they have? I can understand Huntress and
1: Black Canary... Yeah, because they were, yeah. And even her name on you. Like. But well, when you incorporate villains into that. Yeah. But Harley Quinn Is just like No he wants you dead He wants you dead You dead, you dead And li- me dead The
3: list is Cassandra Cain robbed him Yes uh, I don't know Somebody betrayed him Black
1: Mask We're talking about Yeah
3: sorry Black Mask Played by Hugh McGregor Who I think Is going to be Really really good in I,
1: this. Think be, I think he's going to be Terrifying <laughs>
3: Yeah terrifyingly Evilly amazing
1: Evilly nice
3: Yes uh, He's going to be He was robbed He was betrayed Somebody killed his BFF And Rene Montoya Is making a case Against him in the police So that lines up All four of them along with harley who he just wants to get killer
1: yeah and and that's presumably because like she says uh since she left the joker she discovered a lot of people want her dead Mm. so i think a lot of people are afraid of the joker and now now they need to learn to be afraid of harley quinn
3: that see that's an interesting concept yeah like that's a very comic booky thing that nobody touches harley quinn because Jesus! If you piss off the Joker, you're gonna die. Not that Harley Quinn isn't no, but, dangerous herself, but they don't think that. They they always yeah they're just like oh she's zany, yeah. like she's just a zany sidekick. Whereas the Joker, if you piss off the Joker, you're gonna die.
1: Yeah, she's a killer psychopath. <coughs> blow it.
3: It. Yeah, like she's also a psychopath. Like why is she with him? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, she's just as dangerous as he is, but uh, it's just a way of. I think it's because if you have like if you have like a really bad person. But then you've got Hitler beside them. Yeah. Immediately, you're like, I better not piss off Hitler because you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, like Joker's the worst of the worst. Oh, he's he's the he's the, like the most feared villain. Like I'm sure, like Black Mask doesn't. Black Mask doesn't fuck with Joker.
3: Yeah. It, there's only one. Incidents I can think of in film and that's uh under the Red Hood. Yeah. And that movie is Black Mask as a last ditch effort.
1: He's making a play. He's
3: making a play and this is his last ditch to try and take down Red Hood and he gets Joker involved and then Joker there's a scene where Joker's in the the police room yeah. with Black Mask and he's got all of his henchmen around him and he's like, I'd like a glass of water and they just give him a glass of water and he takes one sip, and then he uses the glass to slice three of their necks, and then just grabs Black Mask and just has him on the floor. So close, <laughs> and it's just like never trust Joker daddy he planned. Like Black Mask is Black Mask is all about organization.
1: Yeah, he's, he he leads the organized crime.
3: Yeah, like he's the biggest mobster in Gotham, so he's all about just having guys there, being in control, always everything goes perfectly to plan, and if it doesn't, we back out. Yeah, we back out immediately because it's not safe, and we regroup we regroup Joker's the complete opposite of that
1: Joker's like I don't have a plan but I'm gonna win
3: I'm I'm just anarchy <laughs> yeah and so they never work. nobody in Gotham as you said is crazy enough to fuck with Joker so then the minute he leaves they're like how could we harm the Joker without attacking the Joker yeah we take out Harley Quinn but that's gonna be a lot harder than the thing <laughs> it's, yeah because yeah. she's
1: just as fucking mental as he it's is insane yeah uh, and like the, All of this movie looks good Like the We see some fights in this
3: What do you think of the fight scenes?
1: I think they look good They don't look too floaty No you know, Like The danger with a character like Harley Quinn Is that they just put her on wires For the whole thing mm. And she's like doing Four back flips at once I think But she, it's very like Ground level How she would fight
3: I like the idea That she's clearly not She's the worst fighter In that group of,
1: in she, terms of training. In
3: terms of training and in terms of, like, maybe not in effectiveness, but yeah. in training, like, Black Canary and Cassandra Cain. Like, Cassandra yeah. Cain should be straight up killer.
1: Yeah. Um Renee Montoya has police training.
3: Renee Montoya should be more organised. And she's just, she is just a crazy person with a bat. Yeah. But she also, like, Suicide Squad probably made her overpowered. But amongst this group, she'll probably be the
1: same level. Which is good. Yeah, exactly. There's no one better than anyone on that team. No. I don't think.
3: Black Canary. We see the Canary cry for yeah, a short that was in the cool. moment. Yeah, that was I
1: pretty like good. That.
3: That, is it natural or with the necklace? I, I couldn't actually,
1: say, I couldn't tell. I
3: couldn't see either. It flashed up, but I couldn't which actually see. Which would you see. prefer? Um, I think it should probably be with some sort of necklace. No, I think I prefer natural, Yeah. but does natural work in this universe? Well, I suppose it does. Well, it's technically
1: Superman and Batman, or Superman and the Flash all exist here. Yeah, that's true. But I it, don't know. See, having a necklace means that that necklace is absolutely getting taken off at some point. Yeah, whereas if it's natural, I think she's the most powerful character they have by
3: some distance, because Black and is a fucking badass. Yeah,
1: so I think you have to... It nerf her, her a little. Yeah you
3: have to nerf her a little Because if If she has a natural ability To do that And she's in that group
1: You just put her front and centre In every fight scene Yeah why would she never not use
3: her <laughs> At all times And then just win uh, We got a reference To Bruce Wayne as well Yeah At the end that, Like so Because she talk. The hyena is called Bruce Bruce But well in reality The hyenas are called Bud and Lou yeah. they're her hyenas okay um, I think you mentioned that to me before yeah because you, you asked why does she have hyenas because hyenas laugh that's yeah. the thing so she always has hyenas it was first introduced in the anime series I think oh sick that that Paul Dini came up with the idea that Harley Quinn would have two hyenas two laughing that, two hyenas because she's Harley Quinn uh, yeah the Joker that's class. yeah <laughs> it's, it's a really cool like small thing but yeah. I, I think it's good but well, she thinks Bruce Wayne is cute <laughs> how could you not he's the most eligible bachelor in Gotham always busy at night though (laughs) you can never get him on the phone Um, what do you think about her narrating Um, do you think she will be narrating throughout the entire movie or is it just a trailer thing
1: I think it might just be a trailer marketing thing because the poster we got for this is uh, it's like it it was the you know the title Birds of Prey and then in Harley Quinn's handwriting it was on the Fantabulous Emancipation so i- th- I think it's just a marketing thing. I don't think it's going to be throughout the whole thing right, okay may- I know I look if it is, I don't think that's necessarily
3: bad. <laughs> I think it would be good to have maybe her as an unreliable narrator, like she's that's saying true. things
1: that happened she thinks have happened, See, you could do it like train spotting either How do you mean like well, look if you and McGregor's in both movies. of course, <laughs> put some drugs down a toilet <laughs> yeah,. <laughs> but you uh sorry button is like it's very much uh it's her th- it, it's weird it's like mm. her thoughts in the moment but afterwards yeah is what it'd be doing yeah like she was giving a police statement <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, this is R-rated by the way as well excellent
1: yeah there's no reason it shouldn't be good just because it's R-rated
3: it's no way it shouldn't be bad or yeah it should be, should be good though because it's R-rated like you have to make it good make a good movie but yeah
1: th- but I, I I admire that they didn't go PG-13 to try and get all the little... Are
3: you yeah. are you against or for the fact that this is still very Harley-centric? As in, like, the trailers... I thought the first trailer would be Harley. Yeah. And then the next trailers would slowly zone her out. Not even zone her out, but just, like, concentrate on other people in the movie. Put,
1: put more... Yeah. But
3: they still have her further than centre. Like, this trailer. this trailer still starts with her... Talking about how she left Joker. See, and,
1: it is her movie, really. See,
3: the more I talk about, like she's literally in the. I suppose the Birds I of Prey are also in the heading. That's so.
1: true. That's true. Mm. I don't know. Maybe like I can totally see a, a, just a solo Birds of Prey movie coming out after this.
3: I can understand the logic that she's your biggest actor and yeah. she's your most well-known character, so you put her front the centre.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's mm. like a better Charlie's Angels, though. Okay. Where, like, it, they're not. Uh, they're They're all gonna be. I think they're all gonna have a moment to shine, like really shine. Oh, on in the them. Mo-
3: in the movie itself, I think so. Do you yeah. think she'll turn good in the end and join the birds, or
1: she'll I, be the villain? I think. I think she'll go off on her own. Yeah. And just be like, I'll see you around kind of deal.
3: I like how she said it was a mutual breakup and yeah. like she was taking it well and then it just shows her eating the cheese strip, cheese out of a can. Out of a can. And, and, and setting fire And crying. <laughs> yeah. and crying on a couch. I, I like the fact that she's like an unreliable narrator. She's talking about things that are clearly not happening. Yeah, she's like, I took it really
1: well. Took a, yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, it, was it was really It was really
3: good. mutual. We both agreed on it. So just, me and Mr. J, we're just we're split.
1: It's such a, it's just a good intro to the tone I think
3: because it immediately is like oh this is not taking itself too seriously
1: yeah that's, this is a comic book movie
3: it's good that's exactly it so, yeah I like it yeah so I'm that is that is Birds of Prey the more I see about this the more I'm like there's so many good things in this movie is that out this year it is February 7th February 7th that's close that's pretty close what three weeks four weeks from now
1: yeah we're going yeah, to go to cinema a, nearly a
3: month from now yeah or just a, under a month from now so like we can go cinema and see that I think that'd be good we're going to go together
1: yeah, we can try go together. Why don't we go together? think I have a driving lesson that day. But oh, sure, that's fair enough. We'll work around the place, don't you worry.
3: <laughs> Which is your plan to end. <laughs> <laughs> After Brooklyn events.
1: Of course. Um, do you want to take us out, Sean? Yes, thank you everyone very much for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with an episode of Weird News Wednesdays, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. As I said up top, big thank you to all of our patrons over on Patreon. You guys really help uh, keep the show ticking along. And it's just, it's really nice to see that people are looking to support us. Yeah. Uh, If you don't want to support us on Patreon, the best way to support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one. Uh, That'll help more people start listening to us. tell fucking two people again, right? I know we have to do this every single fucking week. I know, but we keep getting it. But if you tell
3: more than one person, Sean will be at your house. He'll turn up.
1: With cupcakes. (laughs) No. (laughs) Poison
3: cupcakes. (laughs) But the poison is sugar.
1: (laughs) It'll kill you in the long run, lads. Say goodbye to those fillings.
3: (laughs) Imagine that was our (laughs) tread. We're going to give you ice
1: cupcakes. (laughs) I mean, look, I don't know how to be good cop or bad cop.
3: No, are we both bad cop or good cop? I think we're both bad cops. Oh, oh, absolutely. we're trying to be good (laughs) cop. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, we just don't discuss beforehand. <laughs> um, if you want to follow us on any of the social medias, we're on all of them. Facebook, here's for Hire podcast. Instagram, here's for Hire podcast. Twitter, at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four and here's heresroyer underscore at outlook.com is our email if you want to send us anything. Yay. think that's all. I think I got scene. through
3: this. Yeah, you're, you're still alive. My voice is just, just slightly going. It's
1: just starting to give out. Just starting to it's give like out. It's like a chair that quite hasn't collapsed yet but God, it's close. <laughs> the, wee, the legs are slightly horizontal but yeah, not fully horizontal. It does a wobble. You know the chair wobble? <laughs> of course.
3: Uh, so I've been of all I've been Sean me. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.